0: Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining. This is Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that is recorded every week in this room. I am Adam, and I'm here with John, and sometimes Felton. John, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm doing good. I'm off a few days rest. Let's yeah, you literally, a- literally right back from out of town.
0: Yeah. Did you come um, in this morning? I
1: did, yeah. I woke up in my uh, on my weekend away and drove straight back and Hit the Starbucks up on the way, so it's, it's all good. <laughs> well, um, we, we
0: have to record this show, so...
1: Well, I know uh, people, you know, depend on it, they count on it, they need it <laughs> every week delivered to their podcasting device of choice, and who are we to let them down? The people. Right, I yeah. mean, we can't do that. They yeah. depend on it. For the, mm-hmm. this is some, for some, it's their sole source of news. And I, I notice we have two very big fans. Thanks for those two reviews that we now have. Oh, we do? Yeah, nice. too, we have two fan reviews, at least on Apple. There might be reviews um, and negative as such on others. But we do have way more five stars. I don't know how you do a star without a comment. But oh, I, I do it all the I, time. I guess that's possible.
0: Yeah. That's uh, cool. But
1: appreciate everybody in um, the reviews. It really does help uh, raise awareness of the show because I'm sure Apple is like everybody else who uses an algorithm who uh, probably – has to get reviews in order for uh, you to get moved up the list of right, cybersecurity right. world. So, do the same thing in whatever platform you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if people know this or not, but so the security views uh, radio is an extension of the security views uh, blog, blog, blog that, that is that of. that we have, which is a uh, it's a, it's a non issue of the week blog. Yeah, uh, that we do publish. Um, I've felt in what once a month. Uh, once every or twice a month, something like that. Yeah. So, a a and you can subscribe there and uh, get our latest uh, pun- pontifications on the <laughs> world of cybersecurity as they come up. But we we try to really focus that as an executive level blog, where we're here's some things you should be thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the person outside of our door probably should be using a cough drop right now. I right. Hear a, little bit of, a little bit of coughing. Going on. Hope gonna, that's in our good. non-soundproof room. <laughs> Felton, you need to go pick up some egg cartons. We need to put yeah. egg cartons all over them.
0: Yeah. Um, Felton, uh, still not mic'd. He has a mic. We just we just o- o- opened it up like 20 minutes before the show actually started today. So, um, one day, one day you will you will all hear clearly the sultry tones. Um Every every mic is different. Oh, yeah. They got to be. They do? Yeah. Because what, what was it before? It was It was like some firmware thing, right? Where the yeah, it cancels out. Yeah, it wasn't getting picked up. Hey,
1: do you know anything about security cameras?
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: Wide focus, uh, narrow focus. Like, what's the difference in a security? So people buying security cameras, that means somehow people feel that cybersecurity also means cameras, which... Right. Actually, it has nothing to do with each other. But if you're in the market for a camera, do you want wide focus? Do you want narrow focus? I would or if wide? it's
0: if it's for – unless you have a bunch of cameras, like, you can get wide, wide focus. So, like, them. narrow
1: focus is, like, when you're watching that safe. Like in yes. The you're yeah, yeah, on yeah. One single point. One
0: door. One door.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So, if you've got, yeah, if you've got, like, 15 cameras, like, yeah, go narrow. But, like, for, for an office environment like ours, we would probably only need a couple just to have general views of – Security views, one might say.
1: Yeah, security so, views. Yes, of, it could be the name of our camera system too. Security <laughs> views camera system.
0: Security view camera. Um, yeah, yeah, that would that would be my that would be my suggestion.
1: Nice. So. All right. Well, I, I that's what I figured. You kind of want a, a wider view, but I guess it's not as detailed. So
0: yeah, I, mean, nice. I don't know. We're gonna put a camera uh, in the break room. Camera in
1: the break room. Why we need a camera in the break room? To see who's not eating yeah, those yeah. those cheese crackers. <laughs> those cheese crackers. <laughs> oh, <no>. Felton, <laughs> Felton took a snack, not cheese crackers. I needed to be able to talk to it. Felton, <laughs> the cheese crackers. Yeah, <laughs>
0: crack <away. laughs> Put the Fritos down.
1: Get the cheese crackers that nobody will eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, we could, you know, if, if anyone's, like, taking a nap, that way we'll know if people are just hanging out. Well, there's a
1: couch in there. People can take a nap. They want to take a nap.
0: I guess so. We always got HGTV
1: one of those Google Pods, those things you see in the uh, in the uh, movie, uh, the internship, the mm-hmm. intern. What's it called? Uh, with uh, I think it's the internship with uh, Owen Wilson. And, oh yeah, um, I never
0: saw it, but I, I'm a, I'm. A, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one. I've that. No, I've never. Seen, I'm I'm aware of its of its existence, but
1: it's funny in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I then it.
0: I I will say I have found this to be pretty consistent. I think. Comedies, not not all comedies. Bad comedies are funny for the first forty five minutes, and then they go, "Oh crap!" That's right. We actually like movies have like a plot and structure and characters and things happen, and then so it's like the last. It's like Stripes. Have you, ever, have you seen Stripes? Yeah.
1: It's not funny at the end.
0: No, no, no. Once they graduate, that movie is over. It's yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. But the but that first hour, hour fifteen of Stripes is some of the funniest tele, some, some of the funniest movies I've ever seen.
1: You know, but like seen. Wedding Crashers. Hilarious movie funny throughout. Right. You don't you don't think so?
0: I, I think I've only seen it once or twice. It is funny. No, I mean, the whole
1: movie is funny. It's yeah. on
0: every day. It's the movie is
1: always on TV because Yeah. It's that's what funny. i was
0: saying. Like the best comedies can pull that. Like Ghostbusters pulls that off. Ghostbusters is funny until the last couple of minutes. The new Ghostbusters. No, oh about. yes, okay. yes. The, no. No, the original um the original one. I do kind of have high hopes for the new one. It doesn't look like it's going to be funny at all. Didn't
1: though. they just came out?
0: No, they've got a new new one coming out.
1: A reboot reboot?
0: Yeah, they're rebooting the reboot. It's done with the Stranger Things kid and he's in it and it's See this okay, look. This is this is why I'm nervous about it cuz to me Ghostbusters is an, is an inherent like New York is an inherent very important part of that of those films. This is like out in the middle of nowhere. It's like Egon's mm-hmm. grandson or something goofy like that. So, yeah, I know. It's, I, I don't... It's a stranger Things 4. Yeah, yeah. But I love Ghostbusters so much, so I have to, I have, to have hope until it comes out and it will be terrible. No. I didn't watch Stranger Things.
1: I tried to watch an episode. I'm like, this is a kid's show.
0: There's children in it.
1: I no, think it's meant for kids.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I think it's, and it's also for people who are heavily nostalgic for the 80s. Yes. Oh. That's, a, that's a big part of it, too. Or you. I was born in 85, so not really. You don't really remember anything from I the I didn't 80s, really grow yeah. up. Unf- I unfortunately grew up in the armpit of Western culture, which was the 1990s. So we had Jinko jeans.
1: No <laughs> idea what those are.
0: Those are the, you don't remember the big, the, the big, the big jeans yes. that you could like put like put like put a lawnmower in? They were huge. Um, like,
1: nothing. That's no, what? I had a job, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't wear the jeans to work back then anyway, oh, okay. if I remember right. All right. So
0: something I wanted to talk about, um, we've we've sort of touched on it a little bit here and there. Um, we sort of grazed by it, but I don't think we ever like, really sat down and talked about it. And I wanted to talk about accountability, not just from a personal perspective, but from an organizational perspective. Like um, there was – we're not going to talk about it, but there was there was a big breach over the weekend. Um, but like, how accountable should those organizations be held for that?
1: To their, should the organization hold the people on the cybersecurity teams as far as to the clients, to their y- yes. customers, in, 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 all, to their all vendors? All of
0: the above. All of the above. Like, I think that all of that's really important. There was a, there was a, a, a ransomware attack at a hospital earlier this month. Like the like early this month, and um, a patient died because of it. So it's like there's it the first
1: known death
0: yeah, the first known death caused by a ransomware attack and and it's something you know, and I posted about it on my LinkedIn that you know this is one of those instances where you know as as technology becomes more and more and more part of everything, um you know it's not just your credit cards anymore like you could, like people could die, and it's like you know before you had medical records and you could put dollar amounts on it, and you'd say, oh you know. The bank law, you know, my banking account got hacked and I lost $3,000 or whatever. Like, you can put a value on that. But then you got, like, a human being. And it's just, it's this whole different ball game. And that's sort of what got me thinking. Like, how accountable do, how accountable should we be holding organizations?
1: So, I think that it's, there's not a way to generalize this. And I think a lot of times when something happens, everyone's looking for that one person to blame, that thing to blame, that failure to blame something. Yeah. And this is one of those areas where I don't think you can't generalize it. You can't say how do we, you know, that you know, you know, people should fire their companies that get broken into or whatever. I mean, every situation is so unique. Sure. Let me put it this way: if you forget to lock your car mm-hmm. um, and it gets broken into while you're you're at a movie, mm-hmm. these are these things they used to have a long time ago, where you would go to these big rooms and these mm. seats and these giant screens, and you would go there and watch things that were entertaining, like...
0: So you would just room by yourself? No, watching.
1: no. You would share the experience with what? other people. And they would give you snacks. I mean, you gave them money, and they would, in turn, give you snacks. Anyway. That makes sense. So, like, if you were there, which you're going to be there for a couple hours, and okay. then you came back out, and somebody had stolen something from your car. Yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah. And a nice set of Oakleys. Yes. A pair of Oakleys in there. Or Jinko jeans. Jinko jeans <laughs> and Oakleys. It was in your go bag. Um, in a trunk. Um, are you to blame for that? I mean, no, right? Somebody committed a criminal act right. against you. We, the locks are to, are, are, are on a car you forgot to set up, but it doesn't make you at fault. Somebody still b- broke in. Right. right? So, agree. you know, in the case of ransomware attacks, and, and if the attack is due to a zero day, basically software yeah. that, um, you know, there's a hole in software that wasn't known. They, they manipulated it and they broke in much like, Want to cry and some of the mm-hmm. other other ransomware stuff. There's no way you can hold somebody accountable for that. There's no. not way you can you can really blame it because it's a criminal act, like any other criminal act. Right. And um, those those criminals need to be need to be punished and caught and tracked through uh, f- forensics and, and looked into. But so it's really hard to do that. It's yeah. not that they were neglectful. This situation of this case in Germany where the, where the person died. I don't know enough of the details. But mm-hmm. let's say it was due to neglect of the IT department or the security team. I'm not sure how they're established over there. Sometimes people have, the IT people are responsible for security. If there was an act of neglect on their part, mm-hmm. um, let's say they didn't patch. Let me ask you. So let's say they didn't patch something yeah. that allowed the ransomware to work. Yeah. Do you think they should be held accountable, the, the, the employees?
0: So, I. no. Well, okay. This is the thing, right? To, to exactly your point that you, that, that you're, if you left your car unlocked, um, homeowner's insurance doesn't cover theft if the doors weren't locked on the, on the home, or at least some of them don't, or I don't know about every single one. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, but like they're, you know, you hear these stories of someone, you know, oh, my house got broken into. I'm not getting any, you know, the insurance isn't going to help me out because, you know, I left the the door unlocked. Um, uh, that happened to to Paris Hilton, a very relevant cultural touchstone in two thousand and twenty. Um, but like, yeah, those people are still bad. They still committed, the, like you were saying, they still committed the act. I think that there there's a there is a there is an element of accountability through neglect. But like like you said, I, like I'm not I'm not saying that you know here on this podcast we're gonna have you come up with the blanket rule for this um but i do i think there's a lot of very variability in that and i think that there is an amount of accountability you know it's you know failure to act is still failure so i think that there. you know someone should get (laughs) someone should get in trouble for that you know I, i just varying degrees of how much sure
1: you know I think like you know if you're let's say you're CEO of, a, of an organization and you you're you're managing this organization so you hire somebody to be in charge of security right and you put them in charge of um you know uh whatever you give them a budget yeah in charge of that budget you say okay go staff this, uh, make us secure the ceo's not going to be involved in every single situation in sure. every single decision that's made in order to secure that They wouldn't be it wouldn't make any sense you've hired somebody you've delegated that workout yeah. you're now in charge and then on that person's watch we'll call them bill on bill's the new C- C- cso of this organization and on bill's watch there was a break-in mm-hmm. and a data theft occurred and had to do with um I don't know. I'm trying to pick something. It had to do with a Wi Fi vulnerability. Somebody sure. broken through the Wi Fi at one of their hardware stores. Okay. Um, Bill was made aware of that situation by his, his IT team, his security team, and he decided not to spend the budget on it and wait till next year in order to do something about it. Is Bill responsible for the attack?
0: he's not responsible for the attack no Well,
1: should he be held accountable for the attack is is should should he fall on the sword for the organization and should the ceo get a new bill
0: so that this is this is sort of the uh, you know again this is what we're talking about with that variability it comes down to um how secure the network is otherwise because you know there's you and I, we talk about it all the time and we talk about it with, you know, internally and with with clients, there's no such thing as 100% secure it's it's impossible and and, and anyone who tells you that it is possible is lying to you did Bill do the best of his, to the best of his ability like, if he, you know there's always going to be there's never going to be enough money or enough budget or enough time or enough people to patch everything and make sure that everything is tied up um, again, it's, it's not possible. So, you know, to me, it, that's a question of well, how much did he do? You know? Yeah,
1: and I think in a situation like that, let's say that was a publicly traded organization, yeah, um, they would be calling for Bill's head, yeah, and possibly the Bill's boss's head, as we saw with the Target breach, mm-hmm. um, it came through a vendor. The CEO and the, and the person in charge, I think, a CTO. I'm not sure the yeah. exact title at the time uh, was was held. Accountable for that, and they ultimately lost their jobs and yeah. roles there. So, um, I think that a lot of people are looking to blame somebody when these things occur because it can't possibly be just one of those things.
0: Right. Right. And 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 you know, you look and at and I'm
1: not and I'm not taking an opinion on it. I want to be very clear. I'm not giving an opinion. On it. I'm just simply saying I think this is what I think the how the world views it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I, can, I definitely see that, especially you know a, a large. You know, sir. It's it's interesting because I think that the reason that you had so much, so many people calling for Bill's head, um, um, or the the people at Target. Sorry, getting confused. Are regardless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone. Um, Target is such a like. I think because Target's like a retail location. Like I think that that's a huge part of it. Like. You like I drive by three of the, like two or three of them on the, on the way home like every day. So like there's something about it being there visually and like being in a space. Whereas you know you can read stories about all the hacks that are going on at huge major companies that are you know billions of dollars and they don't get anywhere near the kind of attention because people don't know these companies. They don't know these organizations. They don't care. Um, but hey, I shop at Target. That's, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what, that's where I think some of that public perception comes from.
1: Right. Now, if that organization was a government entity, it mm-hmm. was a, you know, a local government, what do you think? So in that situation, or it's their responsibility to, to manage the data of the citizens, right. for the citizens on behalf?
0: Yeah. Of it's, government? it's, you know, like we're saying with all the, the variability that goes into this stuff, you know, we take... Um, go back to Bill for a second Um, if someone's really trying to get into an organization they're they're gonna keep they're gonna try different ways and so maybe they tried maybe they tried uh, social engineering attacks maybe they maybe they tried uh, you know to to get in um, through uh, through 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 open uh, Ethernet ports in in an office you know there's a myriad of other ways they could have tried to break into this organization and they might have tried six different ways, and it just so happened that wireless worked. You know, um, that's where I think, I think you sort of have to take a holistic view with, uh, like, okay, well, this government organization got broken into, uh, city, county, whatever. Um, you know, how well were they doing overall? If someone really wanted to get in, they were going to get in. Um, so it's...
1: Were they doing something? It's you're you're right. saying, it, was this company doing something? Were they yes. making the best effort they could to better protect it? And I think it's what it comes down to, Bill. Yes. Bill, were you, were you doing these things? Yeah. Because what's, what's left out of our story here is the 15 things Bill did do that he felt was more pressing than some weird wireless driver issue right. that caused this attack to be successful. He knew it was an issue. He thought it was more important to do whatever – Right. Because Bill was handed a pile of crap when he took this role. <laughs> right. And they had to figure it all out. And I think that that often gets left out. I do, too. And there's true neglect that exists on the networks, as we see from our penetration tests. And we see and we see developers that are sloppy and they make mistakes, but some of them are just pure neglect. Yeah. They knew about something. They ignored it. In other situations... It is. It is. They are trying everything they can. They are making steps. They they knew about the issue. They were taking steps for that. Right. And at that time, I don't. My view is that you can't hold them accountable. They were doing what they thought. How did they know where the attack was going to come from?
0: Right. Exactly. They
1: couldn't protect everything all at once, yeah. instantaneously, and ex- expect the ship to keep moving forward in an organization.
0: Yeah. And that's 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 exact. I, I, I 100% agree. I think that. Um, like everything in life, you're essentially always um, triaging, right? You're always figuring right. out what's the worst thing, what can I do, you know, maybe this isn't the worst thing, but I can I can tackle it immediately, right? It's And it's prioritizing those things, and yeah, like you said, Bill might have done 15, 20, 30 different things that we never saw, it was just this one thing was far down his list and he just didn't get to it.
1: And one of, the, one of the views that we do have, and we put this into our work and we put this into our reports, is, is we get a little, we sort of zoom out of the weeds and in the individual vulnerabilities and say, okay, what, is, what strategy are you doing here right. in this organization to continue? Because us pointing out, oh, you've got this missing patch right here. Yes, To me, it's it's only relevant if you're going to use it to get in, but it's sort of irrelevant because there's going to be additional holes that are identified over the coming weeks. So to sit there and try to whack a mole and to pick on somebody because they didn't run one patch isn't the point. But if we sit there and say, okay, this organization has a history of ignoring patching. They don't have a patching process in place right. that's going to further prevent these next zero days. Because right. Microsoft can all of a sudden release a patch and it has to be patched over the weekend. I think we saw one recently. And if the organization has a good patching strategy in place, cool, just continue with it, what you're it'll, doing. It'll take care of it. If you're completely neglectful of it, yeah. and that point on report, and you continue to not do it because you're afraid of patches on front forward-facing internet servers, that, to me, is where the neglect kicks in. That, to me, is when, okay, that guy's got to be held accountable. He knows this. Right. And if he doesn't know it, he's a moron and shouldn't have the job because he (laughs) knows it because he sees the reports and he should be reading and paying attention to his industry. Because if I'm a builder and I'm ignoring all the new building codes that come out from the city, I'm being neglectful to my customers. They could say, yeah, we think the outlets can no longer be installed like this. We've had 45 fires. Yeah. in this town of 90 homes. like right. you, need to, you need to stop. <laughs> that guy's neglectful because yeah. as a homeowner, you're not going to go through a checklist of codes with this guy to say, hey, are you going to do all these things? And it's right. sort of like what patching is too for an organization. Yes, you're missing patches. FYI, we're a cybersecurity company. We're missing patches Yeah, because some patches don't apply. They just come out. We're getting to it. Stuff is missing patches out there. Yeah. But does this organization have a good strategy in place are we consistently moving towards securing and patching and doing those kind of things yeah. Yes do we have good practices in place do we, do we do frequent policy reviews are we adjusting or do we do we do we hammer out a tablet you know with with our rules set in stone or are we saying no this is this is our security posture this is our security policy and it's in pencil and we have big erasers and we're going to adjust it as necessary and does that move us closer to more secure and i believe that it does and i believe that that is the way to approach things there is neglect and then there's strategy yeah there's old hardware out there big companies can't afford to replace Access points in every location every four or five years. They just they're not going yeah. to do that. Yeah, and um, it's just impossible. It's impossible. Not even from a financial perspective. It's impossible just from a logistics perspective. Like I got to do this again. I got to yeah. go around and replace everything yeah. again. And I've got you know I'm um, Starbucks. I've got X number of, you know. You yeah, know, five fig- locations. locations. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> right. I can't do that all the time. So they try to say, right now, this is the best product on the market for us. Yeah. Not the best product on the market because that does not exist. It's the best product on the market for them at that time. And we feel that this needs to last us. This needs to be about a seven-year technology or whatever their yeah. particular position is. And then that's what they roll with. And everybody else would just have to wait and then some opportunistic salesperson says yes but you're running you continue to run it with this vulnerability i know that vulnerability exists and yes we're concerned about it but we can't fix that but we have put in this policy in place on our firewall to detect this thing if yeah. this happens and we're going to come about it from a different angle because yeah. you can't you can't go to any conference there's so many vendors you can't buy every one of those vendors but they will. Every one of those vendors will tell you you have to have that product in order to be more secure.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: That's not the point. It's the strategy. Do you have the ability to detect and respond when something happens? And if they do, if somebody breaks in, are they landing in a windowed office or bricked-in, bricked-in closet? Yeah. You want them to land in a bricked-in closet. It doesn't get anywhere.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh. All right. We're going to take a, a a quick break here. We'll be back in just a few moments. JSCM Group is your leading cybersecurity expert. With two decades of experience, we work hard to ensure your network is as protected as possible. We simplify the complicated and ever-changing world of cybersecurity, regardless of your organization size. To start protecting yourself, your employees, and your clients, contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. We simplify, we're experts, and we're here. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. All right, everyone, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. I know it was a terribly long wait. Um, we are back with our second. No minute. one,
1: no one hit the thirty-second fast-forward button during a commercial. Nobody no, hit that. No they, nobody. they listened to it. And they wrote down a phone number.
0: We, have, we have commercial. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like Chick Fil A or something? No, me unders- no, 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 no,
1: no Chick Fil A. Felton hasn't locked that one up yet.
0: If you would check, them, you have I don't listen to the show. We've, we've established this canonically on the show before. I don't listen to it. But okay, well that's good. To quote John oh um. that's just sad (laughs) but uh no the uh, something else that has been sort of tickling me uh that i wanted to just get your thoughts on john is that um
1: i I don't need to know or watch that so i'm gonna step out (laughs) no um and
0: i i pretty much know what your thoughts are i i bet but um In this constant drive that a lot of organizations seem to have where they want to humanize themselves, um, like, oh, we're real people. And there's been – from that, there has been a push to more and more information about the actual people that work at the company being outward with their personal information like there's a about like linkedin like like linkedin stuff but also like on actual company websites there's a uh, a really good example i know it's not it's probably not his real phone but um on my way home there's a billboard and the guy and it's for like hvac or something i don't know and
1: yeah it's a cell phone on every invoice
0: yeah yeah my personal cell phones on every invoice I highly doubt that that's actually his personal cell phone number. That's like because that's on the bulletin board or or on the billboard. Um, I highly doubt that it's his. If it is his, he's real dumb. um, If that's his actual personal cell phone, but like, there's so many avenues where people are. Like I said, they're trying to humanize their organizations, Um, and I don't know. I just I just think it's it's a fine line between humanizing and putting out way too much personal information. Well, the information
1: that they put out there is, does nothing more than provide information for attackers in order to do phishing tests and those kind right. of things. But in today's world, I mean, it's really tough to control the flow of information because so many people want to have that out there. They have to share that with their friends and they like, mm-hmm. and especially LinkedIn is nothing more than an advertisement for your future role, right? So, yeah, it's oh, like, yeah, that's, here's, here's me. Yeah, here, this, hey, is, this is my resume. Yeah, no, I'm not looking for a, a role, but yeah, we can do a phone call. Yeah, you know, I'm, sure I'm really happy where I'm at. You know, I've thinking about it like yeah this might be a good move for me no you were when when you created the account (laughs) you were (laughs) that was its role um some people may have some some use of it but it's very difficult with something like linkedin if you're gonna if if that platform is gonna exist which why wouldn't it why shouldn't it when everything else we put out there exists it's supposed to be the professional version of you not the personal version of you but those two get mixed. People tie their feeds together. The information gets mixed, but also your role, who you're connected with, you know, what right. you do, what projects you're working on are out there. You know, yeah. all this stuff is there. So that's just used to gather intelligence um, in order to provo- pro- provide, provide t- attackers with a much more believable story. Uh, yeah. When the event that they contact you either through a phone or through an email. Um, I think it's, it, it's, Organizations need to be protected and need to make sure that the projects that they're working on, they may not want disclosed, need to not be disclosed on that. I believe that's their information that they need to protect, that they need to control. I believe that your employees need to have a clear understanding of this. And you can talk all day about being a cybersecurity person. You cannot say a single word about any one of your customers yeah (laughs) you know and that's really critical and it's also critical that your contacts on linkedin are a blend of people who you work with and not work with yeah can't all be one because then it's pretty obvious but you need to kind of blur the line i don't know what this guy's doing or really, really what his what his world is but you cannot talk about the projects you're working on organizations need to make that very clear i don't know how they police it uh maybe there's software that can help them do that but um they need to be very cautious of that. Yeah. I mean, there's stories. Sometimes things are leaked. Sometimes things are purposely leaked. Remember the iPhone years ago that was, quote-unquote, left on a bar stool? Had, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, remember this? I think it was the 4? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 14. I don't know. It could be future, a <laughs> future-facing uh, one. They went back to the old dial with the iPad. Right. Like, or oh, the uh, iPod. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the, the, iPod wheel, the click wheel. The click wheel was a terrific, terrific invention. Yeah, cool. Um Anyway, so... Who knows what really the story with that is, but let's just to say, yeah, it was a mistake. That's the kind of stuff you have to be cautious of it, depending right. on what industry that you work in. If you work in cybersecurity, you may have a client who's just been breached. You're locked up with a legal contract that says you can't talk about this. So you can't be posting on LinkedIn. Oh, I'm heading up to, you know, McCormick, 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 Schmick and sea turtles, you know, yeah, like yeah. you can't say you're going to this place. Right. Um, it's like okay well you know why are you there right <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> yeah and, and i think that that's you know and, and i understand why organizations do it because again you know the humanizing element and also like i think i, I think you're right that that a lot of linkedin linkedin is half a resume half sales tool i think yeah. for a lot of people um, and uh, you want your you want to advertise like, Hey, we're a, we're our, our company. We're so great. We get to work with such and such organization that you've heard of and you love these guys. Um, look check at, check make, out all the great work we're starting yeah. up doing.
1: Look and at, look at these logos.
0: Look at, yeah. Look at, look at all these logos. Um,
1: I know decision makers at
0: all of these places. Right. <laughs> and so, okay.
1: Well, that guy's on a coin LinkedIn. He left. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but like, people will try to they're bragging right they're peacocking like like that's all that's what so much of social media is just by itself um the difference is is like hey i'm you know on instagram or whatever hey i'm staying at this cool hotel versus linkedin which is giving out you know that's that's giving out much more sensitive information you know and, and you know depending on what industry you're in um, that can be dangerous as well, you
1: know. Yeah, and I think you got to be careful of what you believe. I think you got to be very careful uh, the validity of whatever you read out there and how accurate it is. I always yeah. tell people um, who, anytime I'm trying to say, we're going to provide you with a listing of business contacts. We're going to provide a list. I always say, okay, well, I'll pick a random friend of mine's company or whatever, and say, okay, go, go, tell me, go, show me his org chart. Right. Don't tell me what his revenues are. Yeah. And there's organization software that does it. Zoom, Zoom info is one. I say, okay, well, show me this. Yeah, no, no, nothing's, no, that's not right. right. Look at, those revenues are not, not correct at all. I know what he made last year because I, right. you know, I'm his mentor. Like, that's not right. Yeah, okay, that guy works there. That one's right.
0: I always look us up.
1: Always got to look us up and just I, say, where you know, where are we? And yeah. w- what's our addresses? Um, it's, it's great. And so LinkedIn tends to be the more accurate of all those things. The free service is actually the most accurate. Why? Because, because, because we're
0: doing the work for them.
1: You're updating that, especially yeah. if you're on the move. You're going to yeah. or you're getting ready to make a move. You're going to keep that up there. Love it. One of my favorite lines that you hear, you know, from employee comes in, he needs, needs to talk and say, "Yeah, I I really wasn't looking for a job, and I just got contacted by somebody." And no, 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 dude, you responded like you. Yeah. I can't go to my wife and say I I wasn't looking to have an affair. I just went to this bar alone and. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> there was this there's this you know there was an open seat next to me. She sat down next to me.
0: <laughs> what well, I, was to I can't be rude. I gotta I gotta sleep with.
1: You. She said, "Give me your number." You have I'm like, to do it. What am I gonna say? No, I'm right next to her. It's rude. So, so, okay, well, <laughs> the point is that LinkedIn does tend to be the most accurate because people want to make sure that you know what they're working right. on. Right. So for that, I would say go all in, invest if you're an organization. You want to use that software, by the LinkedIn points or however that system works, yeah. go for it. Um, it's probably more accurate than some of the other ones. I don't put a lot of stock in any real anything that's not social media that has to do with Organizational charts. Like, I can go back, even, I mean, websites. One of the things you alluded to is company websites, like yeah. the About Me page. And here's a picture of the headshots of our key executives and yeah. stuff that they've done. And by the way, they often mention, here's where else they previously worked. Right. Okay, wow. Well, what does that do? But anyway, <laughs> they always mention that. Um, I don't know what that does. And like I can go to the Amazon.com website and get the board of dir- directors through investor relations, but there's not like a... a you can't go to Amazon.com slash about me and find Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. So I don't know why people do it, Yeah. except a lot of times I think the suggestion comes from an employee looking to increase their own... Oh. I know that's a very cynical, no, uh, no, cynical I, you're not, view. No, no, I don't like, think you're wrong. You're looking to promote yourself here, is what you're looking to yeah, do... Yeah, no, you're... you're, you're <laughs> You want to get your headshot out there. Yeah, you're trying to
0: trying to raise your clout. You want people to know who you are and know that you're awesome. And you know. so I
1: always say to these organizations is like, okay, well, we can give you a listing of all the contacts inside this company. I'm like, okay, how how'd you get that? How do you get that information? Well, we do surveys. Well, who answers the survey? Well, we send out surveys and people respond. Well, who here responded to a survey? I want to know so we can block the email. Like, (laughs) you're relying on other people to feed you the information? Right. And your whole business model is based off of people being full disclosure back to you? And the other one's like, well, you can get a listing of all the projects companies are working with. No. No, you cannot. No. No. Uh, We had a desk drawer break today. That project is not posted. Like you don't know that I'm contacting office furniture companies right now. Like uh, why would I post that?
0: Well they'll know dem- they'll know when the episode goes live. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> the, the, so dr- th- yeah. <laughs> it, it's a
1: race where the drawer be fixed before Felton <laughs> posts the episode. Before editing more. is done. The point is that the the, the inaccuracy of those services is high. Yeah. High. It's an interesting bit of information. LinkedIn is accurate. I and the projects they're working on, I'm working on this new app to protect kids online. Now, that's an accurate project that guy's working on. Yeah. You know, I'm doing this This new, um, working on this Democrat presidential campaign. Okay, that's probably true. Right. Uh, he's probably currently doing that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I'm working in advertising for this Senate candidate. Okay, yeah, you probably are. Yeah. right now because you would want everybody to know that and if you were working on a democrat presidential campaign you'd want everybody to know that because you yeah. want to get hired in 4 years right <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to especially if the guy wins right so yeah. you're going to want to want to be make that known the point is that that's why organization needs to police that because some of that you may not want that information disclosed you may not want that information out there microsoft may not want an app developer to post that they're creating a new family app Right To manage your Microsoft may not want that known, yeah, right now, so that's where I think you need software some type of scaling software to look for keywords or something like if a project has a name, um, maybe you can scrape sites looking for that name, you yeah. know, yeah. Right? They have code names, whatever the next version of uh, uh Mac OS is, maybe they start scraping looking for those names or something mm-hmm. I don't know, but no no no, no yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and and you're right, like, you know, with LinkedIn and stuff like that, you know, that's that's when people Yeah, they want people to know about it. So they're they're gonna you know, if you're active on LinkedIn, that stuff's gonna be really, really accurate. If you're active. I yeah. go in swells on LinkedIn. So
1: You go in swells?
0: Yeah, like like I'll like, oh I'll be really active on it.
1: And oh then, okay. and I'll be Seriously? like,
0: Yeah, I'm gonna connect with this person that I worked with on this thing. And then I won't touch it for like eighteen months.
1: Well, these services all have this really great feature where they tell you your 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 uh, progress bar. Like, you know, just oh, give us yeah, your yeah. college, yeah, and you're yeah, gonna yeah. get closer to that hundred yeah. percent profile. And you got to keep giving. Oh, I gotta, yeah, it's gotta yeah. be hundred percent. I gotta, I gotta fill. I gotta be accurate. Cause gotta be verified. Some alumni may need an app developer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I gotta make sure they know where I'm. It's, Work, as a privacy guy, I don't use the services, so... No, no, a, no, I would post it. I would never post that on there, so... Mm. That's why I'm always a good test for any of these these things. Like, tell me what projects I'm working on. Yeah. You tell me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if, if we did find that out, we need to... Uh, heads are going to roll. Yeah.
1: <laughs> heads will roll. Yep. Who disclosed that about me?
0: <laughs> oh. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap us up for the day. Uh thank you all for tuning in and listening we as always really appreciate it and if you do I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy now if you want to subscribe if you want to leave a review we'd really really appreciate it that stuff's great um, follow us on link Le- no uh, <laughs> uh, again th- thank you all for joining us we really do appreciate it uh, you can follow
1: uh, us on LinkedIn for security stories you can't follow us to know what projects we're no doing. no that's
0: yeah. true no. Yeah. Um uh, our music is a sample that Felton did not write. I still, I still feel <laughs> like, like I owe the listeners apologies for that because I really did think you wrote it. Uh, I, I thought you were a, I thought it was a good joke. You thought it was a good bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I played them on for the last. while. <laughs> well, thank right. you. Oh, oh, you actually
1: read them Yeah. I told my kid. I said Felton didn't actually write that. He's like, that's just sad. That's that just sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus.
0: laughs> um. Yeah, so like I said, if you want to subscribe, please do. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send, reach us at podcasts at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcasts at jscmgroup.com. We would appreciate, you know, we appreciate feedback there. If you have topics you would like to hear us yap about, um, anything like that, uh, that, that, that's a great way to get a hold of us.
1: Is it podcast or podcasts? I think you just said both.
0: It's podcasts. I think it's, it's singular
1: alright just making sure this
0: we is, don't have multiple podcasts S- 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 so <laughs> I think well you and
1: Felton are yeah. still work on your on your icon yeah. your, your, your podcast not our, your.
0: the podcast icon for our show yeah. that we're definitely working on no your app our app, app. Yeah. we don't <laughs> talk about our project <laughs> we don't <laughs> <laughs> um, as always uh, thank you to Felton our producer and uh, this is John and Adam uh, we'll see you next week